0: Hello, and welcome to the PG Weekly Podcast. In today's episode, Chris Anderson talks about his time working at Disney. You're listening to a podcast about Disney. I'm your host, Chris, and we're going to talk about some articles that were posted that happened before Thanksgiving. So Disney has gone through a lot over the past two weeks and i'm about to go into the details of what it is that they went through so this article is by cnbc it's titled disney misses on profit and key revenue segments warns streaming growth could taper now streaming is on disney plus their main source of revenue during the pandemic while the parks the theme parks were closed so disney makes money from disney plus and then now that the theme parks are back open they make money from all the i believe there's between five and seven parks around the world most of them are open i think two in China may be closed due to COVID restrictions that are happening in China right now. And another way Disney makes money is from the movies that they put out. They own both Marvel uh, and Star Wars, as well as they acquired Fox, not the TV channel, but they acquired 20th Century Fox, who, you know, has a ton of back catalog movies for Disney Plus, as well as they put out movies like the X-Men and Deadpool and other movies like that. This article by CNBC says Disney fell short of expectations for profit and key revenue segments during the fiscal fourth quarter on Tuesday. This article was written on November 8th, 2022. The company warned strong streaming growth for its Disney Plus platform may taper going forward. Both its parks and media divisions underperform estimates during the period. Now, Disney is a public company on the stock market, so anyone can invest, and the share prices fell. So uh, I'll tell you some personal information I bought into Disney stock. Um, when the share price was around uh, $120. So it actually uh, went up. So I, I bought my share in Disney before the pandemic happened. And so it was at about um, $120 back then. At the highest um, before the pandemic, it got up to $150 a, a share uh, recently. Uh, the stock plummeted all the way down to uh, $89. And so as big of a company as Disney is, uh, such a drastic uh, drop in stock price um, affects everyone within the company. And they ended up having uh, hiring freezes and uh, layoffs. And I actually uh, had applied for a job with Disney I applied for a Disney professional internship for lighting design. uh, Since my major is theater design and production and I uh, am taking a lighting and projecting technology class. And so I I applied for that job back in August um, when I first started this semester, my final semester of school. And uh, they ended up uh, emailing me Uh, Literally the same week that this article came out, a little bit before this article came out, they emailed me telling me that the position was canceled entirely. Like, not like they uh, read my resume and weren't interested, but they completely canceled the position for anyone that had applied for it. So I thought that was kind of weird and out of the blue and then of course these articles came out about uh, the stock plummeting and the hiring freezes and so let's find another article about what's going on with disney so this next article is from the wall street journal and it's called disney world announces another round of price increases so it says entry to the magic kingdom epcot and hollywood studios in florida will cost as much as 189 dollars a day per person now for a family of four th- let's round up and say that that's $200 because obviously you have to add in tax, which will basically, obviously it's not going to be $200, um, but we're rounding up to $200. A family of four, like my own family, that would cost like four times 200 which is $800 for one Park for the four of us. Now, usually for people who enjoy uh, Disney World as much as we do, you'd want to go at least one day to each park. There are four parks in Walt Disney World, Orlando, uh, in Orlando, Florida, and so that would be four times eight hundred. That would be three thousand and two hundred dollars for four days, just getting entry into the parks, not including. Hotel stays, not including traveling, whether you take Ubers, lifts, or rent a car, or, you know, take the bus, depending on if you have a uh, Walt Disney World Resort reservation, which is also super expensive, and not including food. That's a lot of money um, and stress for a time that should be a vacation and relaxing time to de-stress yourself from your normal living you know stress that you have in daily life now this article is by cnn travel it was updated on the 17th of november 2022 Uh, it also says that not only did disney world increase ticket prices it increased ticket prices for the second time in one year now this is the 50th anniversary of disney world and so you know there were expectations that a lot of more people were coming to the parks um there was a lot more uh, media and advertising for the disney world parks but they increased the prices again for the holiday season and so this article says that as of december 8th a one day one park ticket will be uh, for animal kingdom between 109 and 159 dollars which is the same range as what it is today For Disney's Hollywood Studios, it'll be between $124 to $179, Epcot $114 to $179, and Magic Kingdom Park $124 to $189. Again, it's absolutely ridiculous. They you know, obviously uh, are showing that Animal Kingdom is a half day park, which is something that a lot of Disney fans joke about. But even uh, the higher ups at Disney are assuming that you're not going to spend as much time uh, in Animal Kingdom as the prices are not as steep as Magic Kingdoms or the other um, Disney parks. Walt Disney uh, himself, when he created Disneyland, he wanted it to be uh, a place for families to you know have fun together and it was meant for all kinds of families the ticket prices uh you know obviously you have to adjust for inflation but they still were not out of the price range of a uh normal um middle class family Uh, now obviously the we're going into a recession but the price increases are pricing out Normal families and only the upper middle class and uh, upper class families will be able to enjoy their time at Disney World um, while lower middle class and uh, the lower class will not be able to uh, even partake in a Disney trip. Or if they do, uh, they will have to uh, reach into their savings or they will be um, struggling uh, after their Disney World trip. Uh, which is never a happy time. Now, you'd think that with uh, price increases, that would mean that the cast members, which is their name for uh, their employees at Disney World, would be getting increased pay, right? Wrong. The only increased pay are the higher ups that write the checks. Now, Disney cast members, according to this article for Inside the Magic, posted on August 16, 2022, uh, by Jen Warner says, uh, low pay and long hours, Disney cast member shares employment woes. Now, uh, they discussed low pay and long hours and ungodly temperatures from a former Disney cast member, and then high cost of living in the area and bad traffic um, were complaints that they had. Now, as a, ca- a former cast member myself um, from the Disney College program, uh, I can attest that um, the pay is barely above minimum wage. Um, and the cost of living, now they did give us housing, but we had to uh, still pay them for it. Um, and the housing was uh, just, you know, around the same prices as the housing outside of um, the the Disney housing. Um, and uh, it was expensive. And uh, there were times where after paying for groceries, I did not have money to pay for anything else um and you know pay i didn't have money to pay for um you know uh food while i was at work um you know pay for lunch and i would have to uh ask my parents to you know cash out me money um and it's just a shame that it it wasn't just me like i had discussed with other cast member friends that i had um and even those that i know that are still working there and um it's there you're living on the struggle bus honestly um working for disney as much as uh like you really uh have to love what you do um because uh otherwise you're not going to be able to survive and disney um at least the cast members that work at the park um they have the highest um turnover rate as far as um you know people that uh like quit um. Uh. Very quickly. Um. And don't uh, work for a very long time. Um. And it's also apparently hard to move up in the company as well. So not only did they not pay the cast members very much. Um. But according to this article by WGW News Today, um, Walt Disney World ends COVID pay for cast members. This was posted on October nineteenth, twenty twenty, by Katie Francis. It says that Walt Disney World has quietly ended their covid pay policy for cast members the policy allotted up to 88 hours of sick pay for two consecutive weeks due to a covid 19 diagnosis it also allowed up for two weeks of pay for missed scheduled shift if the company required an isolation due to exposure at work excuse me as of october 1st cover related absences are treated as any other absence and points are given for calling out now points um the point system for disney cast members is uh if you're late to work you get a point um or if you call out sick you get half a point point. and so if you get uh between uh three to five points uh over the course of a, w- a week or two or sometimes a month um, they'll give you a grace period but if you accrue too many points um you will be reprimanded and eventually fired, um, for accruing those points. But what does the head honcho Bob Chapek say about uh, cast members, he says the cast members are the center of everything. While many struggle to survive on Disney pay, according to this article by Jess Kalapi on October 27, 2022, for InsideTheMagic.com. Um, as news broke this month of price increases at Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World Resort, many fans once again blamed the Walt Disney Company CEO Bob Chapek, often the scapegoat for unpopular decisions and price increases. So when Chapek took the stage on Wednesday for a live interview with the Wall Street Journal, many were curious what the controversial CEO would have to say about unwanted changes to the Disney park. Chapek spoke positively of the detested park reservation system and even responded to claims that Disney has gone woke. Disney is a company that has survived for a hundred years by catering to its audience and is going to thrive for the next a hundred years by catering to its audience. Bob Chapek's comments were, if you think about the nature of why people have great Disney memories, remember the end benefit is memories, magical memories that last a lifetime. The reason they have those, yeah, it's about the castle and yeah, it's about about the great attractions or they really enjoyed that churro on Main Street but really what they remember more than anything is guest cast interactions chapek said chapek also references time as chairman of Disney parks and resorts he said I would say 99% of the letters I got were about guest cast interactions not about attractions literally it was almost every single one he recalled so if that's the key to a great guest experience and we're all about the guests and audience uh, and maximizing their experience then you have to make sure that the cast is at the center of everything that you do chapek argued. of course it would be impossible for JPEG to please everyone, but many cast members were displeased by his comment. One of the quotes from cast members said, yet he pays the cast so little they can't afford a place to live. In my opinion, if the cast members are so important and you want the best uh, cream of the crop of um, employees that are willing to work barely above minimum wage hours, um, wouldn't you want um, to pay them more than just minimum wage so that maybe they would uh, decide to actually stay and work for the company a long time? As opposed to the turnover uh, that you usually get at the company. Um, like, make it make sense. If they're so important, then treat them as if they're important. Here's an article from uh, insidethemagic.com uh, posted on October 13, 2022 by Jess Calopi saying that fans want Disney to pass increased profits on to underpaid cast members. Thankfully, For Thanksgiving, the uh, Sunday before Thanksgiving, it was announced that Disney is bringing back Bob Iger after ousting Chapek as CEO. Mr. Iger is returning to the company he ran for 15 years after being succeeded by Bob Chapek in 2020. This article is from the New York Times. It was posted on November 20th, 2022. In a move that dropped Jaws in Hollywood and prompted comparisons to an implausible screenplay, the board of the Walt Disney Company fired Bob Chapek as chief executive on Sunday and announced that Robert A. Iger would return to the company effective immediately. In effect, Disney is replacing Mr. Iger's hand-picked successor as the chief executive with Mr. Iger. In a Sunday night email to Disney employees, Mr. Iger said, it was with an incredible sense of gratitude and humility, and I must say, admit, a bit of amazement that I write to you this evening with the news that I am returning. Mr. Iger, 71, agreed to a two-year contract after the board determined that Mr. Chapek, 62, had done irreparable damage to his ability to lead with a string of missteps resulting in the lost confidence of Wall Street and most senior Disney executives as well as many rank and file employees. Mr. Iger previously served as Disney's chief executive from 2005 to 2020, a run that was widely seen as one of the most successful in Hollywood history. Um, So it looks like things are turning around for Disney and even the stock has increased uh, slightly Um, now. The effects of, um, Mr. Chapek have still affected Disney as, um, the new, uh, animated movie, Strange World, has had one of the worst box office, um, opening weekends, uh, especially for the holiday weekend, um, since, uh, the beginning of the pandemic. Um, so we'll see how things turn out with Mr. Iger, uh, back in the head, uh, seat. This has been your Disney Podcast by Chris. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. This podcast was for educational purposes only. The views and opinions that were expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Prince George's Community College, its faculty, its staff, or its affiliates. The PG Weekly is produced by Heavenly Bee, David Smalls, and is executively produced by Dale Roden.